you are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Spurs is a daily podcast covering the San Antonio Spurs. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Audioboom, and many more. Locked On Spurs will be there waiting for all Spurs fans, whether it be on your daily commute, lunch hour, or whenever you have time, Locked On Spurs will bring you the latest on the silver and black. Now, let's talk some Spurs. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And I am your host once again, Jeff Garcia. And thanks for pressing play one more time as we close out the month of January. That's right, the last Locked On Spurs for the month of January 2017. So a long year to go and the Spurs season is still um, quite some time away before the real season starts. And that is the postseason. But We're going to talk about the here and now, and basically, the here and now is that Spurs fans, you, me, a little bit as well, a little nervous about this team, uh, especially in the last two games. The Spurs are on a two-game losing streak right now. I know, that's like an oxymoron, Spurs two-game losing streak. Those words don't go together, but that's the fact of the matter. The Spurs have not been playing their best Spurs basketball in the last two games, losing to the New Orleans Pelicans, and I'm still scratching my head over that. How do they manage to do that? But after a loss on the road at New Orleans, 119-103 New Orleans with the win, they come home to start a four-game home uh, home stand, and they draw the Dallas Mavericks, the lowly Dallas Mavericks. And wouldn't you know, the Spurs figured a way out to blow that game as well, losing, that's right, losing to Dallas 101 to 105. Dallas walks away from the Alamo City with a stunning defeat of the Silver and Black. And of course, these two losses have already sent Spurs fans, uh, maybe you, into a bit of a tease, a tizzy. And I guess that the best way to sum it up, it's like uh, for those of y'all who've seen the Dark Knight um, trilogy, uh, the, the the Christopher Nolan's set of Batman movies when Joker says his infamous line, you know, you know, I feel like I'm saying the same thing, like, hey, a couple of losses and all Spurs fans just lose their mind. And that's basically what's happening right now. Spurs fans are a little worried. They're kind of losing their mind a bit. They're a little upset at the team, especially for losing to two teams they have no business losing to. And uh, we're going to call this show kind of a venting session. Just uh, let it air out. Just say your piece. Because some Spurs fans were quite livid and still are livid. And I'm going to read to you exactly what they're saying about the silver and black after the loss to Dallas and, of course, the loss to New Orleans. But before we go into that, let me just start to kick things off by saying this. It happens. It happens. The sky is not falling down. The sun is not exploding. Um, You're going to wake up tomorrow It happens in every NBA season. 
And yes, even when the Spurs won on to uh, win the NBA titles in their franchise history, they had their bumps along the road. You recall some championship years starting off rocky. Look at the 99 uh, season. Uh, Yes, I know it was a lockdown shortened, but they started off kind of uh, up and down and they finally got things together and they just throttled the competition on the way to their first NBA title. Even in recent years, 2014, uh, 2005, you're going to have, and the Spurs have experienced, losses along the way in route to an NBA title. Now, I'm not sitting here saying they're going to win the NBA title. I think they have a good shot, but I think as of right now, they still have a lot of things to fix. We saw what they needed to fix versus Dallas and versus New Orleans. And as much as you want to point to the fact that maybe Powell is not playing because he uh, busted up his hand in pregame warmups prior to the Denver game, or even the fact that Jonathan Simmons wasn't playing uh, versus uh, Dallas, it still comes down to this, and it doesn't take a genius. You don't need to break open some media stat site and start crunching numbers to know this. They get complacent. That's basically what it is. They don't know how to close out games, and that's the short and end of it right here. And to me, that's a little more disturbing. They have a lot of miscues. This is a team that is made up of veteran leadership. As I said before in other shows, I'm going to say it again. This team may have an influx of younger players like Murray, like Simmons, like Bertans. At the end of the day, though, the core is still a veteran-led group. LaMarcus, Powell when he's on the court, Kawhi, Danny Green, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. After the loss to Dallas in San Antonio, Manu was very quick to say that, hey, and I'm paraphrasing here to exactly say this, but I'm summing it up. They had a lot of miscommunication. When was the last time you heard about that? Does this Spurs veteran-laden team have miscommunication? Say what you will, it just comes down to that simple fact. The Spurs just get complacent. They just don't know how to close out games. And and if we are going to crunch numbers, might as well do this. Look, uh, on the season... When the uh, game has been, you know, tied or within five points in the last five minutes of games, they're just eight and eight. They average about 5.8 points per game in that span. And they uh, start to get rocky when you see the score five points tied or less or within five points. They just that just seems to throw them off. Gets even better when the uh, score is uh, five points or tied or within five points. And it's the last three minutes of the game. The Spurs are actually below 500. They're six and seven, and in the last minute of the game, if the Spurs are trailing or within five points, the Spurs are below 500 again at four and seven. You're seeing a pattern here now. It looks like when it comes to closing out games, the Spurs struggle. What could that be? First of all, I just think that they that complacency catches up to them to the point where they have to exert more energy towards the end of the game where perhaps they gas themselves out, they dig themselves a hole that they should have never have gotten themselves into, and it basically just comes down to too little, too late. Now, yeah, versus, versus Dallas, Seth Curry was just on fire. He was just, you know, you really can't stop that. If a team is shooting hot, they're shooting hot. But it still begs the question, why even get themselves in that position in the first place? Why should they be getting that position they are uh, that they ha- were in versus New Orleans in New Orleans. This is a team that shouldn't be getting themselves into this. And yes, I get it. Yes, it's just 
um, a little bit midway through the half through the uh, NBA season, and the Spurs are sitting at 36 and 11. We should be rejoicing. The Spurs are first in the division. Happiness. The Spurs are second overall in the West. Glorious. But yet, here we are griping about two losses. And I get it. It's just two losses, but it's how they're losing. It's the fact that they're blowing leads. It's the fact that they're losing to teams that are sub-500, and that makes the bulk of their losses this season against sub-500 teams. These are teams that they should be beating. These are teams that they should be using to pad their record and have some sort of uh, you know momentum to try to catch the Warriors, even though that's seemingly impossible right now, but at least make a good attempt. It just it just comes down to simply this between the ears, between the ears, just for them to just simply calm down, realize that they are the Spurs and just put away teams early. And yeah, OK, fine. Throw out the fact that the Spurs have been shuffling starting lineups uh, since the injury bug hit them with Powell and then Tony and then now Simmons. We've seen Bertan start. You've seen David Lee start. Perhaps that kind of throws off. A bit of uh, their chemistry there, and it does, and, and you know, it's, it's a it's a good excuse. But I still go back to the fact that this is still a Spurs team that shouldn't be having mental lapses, that shouldn't been having to go through this uh, rigmarole, that shouldn't be having to read the headlines the next day. Dallas Mavericks upset the Spurs in their home gym. That is just not Spurs basketball. You're looking at what Leonard had to say after the loss to Dallas. And he sent him red by saying, it's not an excuse. We're we're in the game. So, yeah, the Spurs are definitely in the game at this point. But could it be simply be fatigue? That's what Leonard is referring to. The Spurs were up 9 or 10 points at halftime versus Dallas. And they gave it away. They just blew it. I say like this. These are things that they can fix. These are just mental errors. And the but the mental errors are coming off on the defensive end. That's what's getting me worried, and that's what should be getting you worried. Is that Pop and the Spurs and the coaches that preach defense, but yet they're getting getting beat defensively. When you have a guy like Harrison Barnes, and I understand I'm just losing the last two games uh, in this losing streak that they're on right now. When there's no weak side defense to uh, help out on defending Barnes, hmm, yeah, he's gonna have a great game. He's gonna look like a world beater. Nobody seemed to be guarding him during that stretch of period versus uh, Dallas. Uh, it's just the fact that, yeah, their offense is clicking. They are scoring 100 points or more in, what, 20-plus games in a row right now. But defense wins titles. And the defense of the Spurs in this uh, span of games right now is not looking pretty right now. Is it fixable? Of course it is. It's fixable. It's, they, they're aware of it. It would be different if they were not aware of it. But it'll be great to have a team that's an offensive juggernaut like they are right now and a defensive juggernaut like they are right now. Yes, I get it. The Spurs are second in the NBA at opponents' points per game at about 99. That's good, but that's 99 points. That's still, you're giving up close to the century mark there. The Spurs earlier this season were around the 97, 96, 98. And you're so, as the season progresses, you're starting to see them perhaps lose a little of that defensive mojo. And that has to be fixed fast yeah the fact that the defense is not clicking at least right now they're getting complacent they're getting leads and they're blowing them against teams they shouldn't have 
comes up to simply this. They just got to wake up. Just wake up. If they just wake up and be the team that you and I know they can be, then there's no stopping this team uh, going forward. The good news is is that the season is not done. The good news is they have plenty of games to fix this. The good news is that the rodeo road trip is right around the corner, and that's where they come together. Hopefully that will pan out for San Antonio. Now, after the loss to Dallas, Spurs fans had a lot to say. Now, there were just tons of Spurs fans weighing in about the embarrassing loss to Dallas in their home court. So in any particular order... Um, this was on Twitter and I asked, you know, if any uh, Spurs fans were feeling kind of gross after that loss, we have uh, Brandon, the Morales at Morales B. He says, I'm not upset. I'm disappointed. You know what? And maybe that's the sentiment, Brandon, is that I know I'm not upset because I know this is fixable. I'm just disappointed in this team that they're allowing themselves to get in this situation to begin with. Uh, up next is Austin at Austin for keep. He says, if I feel if we are going to struggle, we might as well struggle playing rookies. Okay, that's a little bit of uh, some sort of logic there. I get that. Hey, you know, if they're going to lose and not let, let the uh, young guys get run, nonetheless, that's a good idea, but I still want them to walk away with the win. Up next is TexBoy361, Texican83 Baby is his name. He says, I hate that we struggle to close out games, especially versus these not-so-good teams. Also angry at refs for their constant uh, BS calls. You can't put it on the ref. You got to put it on the uh, Spurs Texican. You cannot allow the refs to dictate the outcome of the game. Yes, are there questionable calls during games? Yes, every team goes through this. But this is the Spurs. They shouldn't be getting themselves in that spot to begin with. Up next is Mr. X Sports. And he just simply says, when did the Spurs become the Nets? Ouch, Mr. X. The good news is, though, this Spurs team is not the Nets, even though the Nets copied the colors, uh, and the Spurs can definitely fix their errors going forward. Unlike the Nets, you just need a whole other... they got to pull the plug in that whole team, but that's for another show. Uh, continuing is up next is TJ Collins. He says, If we lose to two cellar dwellers in a row in April, May, I'd be more disgusted. Always going to be weird losses every season. I agree with you, TJ. Every season is going to have those weird losses. Look at the defending champs, Cavs. They lost to the Pelicans, too. Look at the Rockets. They recently lost by 19 to the Pacers. Every team is going to have this. So what I'm basically trying to get at is simply this. It happens. It's it, The sky's not going to fall on top of your head now. The Spurs are going to still have that great record. I'm happy this team is doing a lot better than I thought they'd do post-Tim Duncan. I think they're playing very, very well. They just need to shore up some things. All right, let's go ahead and continue on. A couple more Spurs fans uh, who are just a little uh, ticked off at this team right now, and hopefully the Spurs team can fix their errors tonight versus OKC in San Antonio. Up next is G. Lee. At L-I-H-P-L-E-E. I cannot pronounce you. Sorry, but I forgot. I just spell it out for you. He says, I feel like we're going to slide big time. Is there something going on within the team? A bull situation that has kept quiet? No, 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 no. We're not going that far. Look, I've been with the uh, covering the Spurs for quite some time. If there is something going on, there's going to be keep buried deep in-house. But there's nothing like that going on. There's just some injuries bugs getting hit right now. They're getting complacent. Their defense is slipping a bit. These are fixable G. Lee, and hopefully the Spurs can get that going 
in the game tonight versus Oklahoma City. Uh, yeah, so a lot of Spurs fans were definitely, but I'm here to tell you everything will be fine. They're not going to spin out of control. They're not going to lose their record. They're going to be just fine. You got a guy like Popovich on the sideline in the uh, training uh, gym and at practice getting on them. I'm pretty sure that they're going to be fixing whatever ails them ASAP. But I'd love to hear what you have to say on this topic. You a little worried right now about the San Antonio Spurs losing two in a row? Do you think that the sky is falling? Or do you think, hey, it just happens every season? Let me know on uh, Twitter at JeffGSpurzone or email me at JeffGarcia74 at gmail.com. But with that, I'm going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.